1: and welcome to mr bunker's conspiracy time podcast the podcast about two skeptics forced to delve into the world of conspiracy theories paranormal activity and all things bizarre as always i'm your co-host arthur stone with me as always is your co-host andy hart good afternoon good evening good night
0: wherever you are in the world welcome to mr bunker's conspiracy time podcast
1: wow woo, andy that's got to be a world record <laughs> Where's Guinness when you need him? Nobody can talk as
0: fast as us. Nobody can, <laughs> and that's a fact. That's if a you fact. think you can talk faster than us,
1: you can jump off a bridge because you're wrong. You know what? Go jump off a bridge and go free falling. Go free falling like Tom Petty. Free falling into That was a command. That
0: song. Yeah, that song was a command hook. <laughs> Produced by Three means... M.
1: I oh. Uh... Boy, we're starting off real hot tonight, listeners, because uh, we've got a fantastic little story, if I don't say so myself. A real a hot little, cute little, fun little, scampy story, don't Sassy you think, Sassy story coming right into your headspace. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by a listener like you. Whoa! Uh, Nick from Joliet sent this one in. This is a request from him, and Bunker said... Finally, it's about time, and he was very excited to hear yeah. that listeners want to hear us uh, discuss some of his research. Right, yeah. Nick. Thanks for the suggestion. Thank you, Nick. We appreciate you. Um, thanks Nick. for listening, and uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, the 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 story that Nick and Mr. Bunker want us to discuss today is called the Flatwoods Monster. Mm-hmm. But it also goes by a lot of different names, which we'll get into. Right. Um, this is a fun UFO slash, eh, it's a UFO story. Right. <laughs> but yeah, basically. At first glance at the research, I thought this was a cryptid story, but I don't think it is. It's a UFO story. Yeah,
0: it seems more like an U- 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 UFO than a... UFO. Than a cryptid. Yeah. I
1: say UFO because I don't have all the time in the world to say three letters. <laughs> That's right. We can't take up too much of your time. Um, But we're going to take up too much of your time because... Before we jump into this delicious, naughty, sweet little story, we got to tell you how we got abducted and sent to the bunker today. I mean, you guys love it. Everybody, probably the
0: number one bit going in the (laughs) podcast world today is is, uh, learning about our abduction.
1: Every week, listeners, Mr. Bunker captures us in some new, weird, shoehorned, gimmicky way, and uh, he brings us down here to his... His secret doomsday bunker, and we're stuck here and we have to podcast about what he tells us to podcast about. And this week is no different, right, Andy? That's exactly right, Art. And if I may. Oh, oh please, Andy. Uh, uh, let, go me share, ahead. let me You're share. Let me share. You're taking how, the lead like in a how, waltz. How I got abducted,
0: yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, what a treat. Art, uh, it's it's safe to say that both on the calendar and in the weather. It's summertime
1: oh, in Chicago, baby. It is summertime, summertime hot time, loving. In the city. I've been sweating like a stuck pig, mm, and I am a pig, <laughs> as all the listeners know. He will not let that go.
0: So, you know. Chicago is probably not very well known for this necessarily, but I think it should be more well known for it, Mm -hmm. is the beautiful lakefront beaches here in the city. It's not known for that? Eh, Maybe it is. I don't know. I guess not the beach portion. Listeners, tweet at us. Tell us what you think Chicago's about. (laughs) We'll see. Maybe they'll say beaches. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But uh, it's a nice respite from the summer heat. Uh, It's a fun place to go and hang out. Okay. Uh, and I like going And to get the a beach.
1: hyperdermic needle stuck in your foot. Sure. <laughs> free drugs, everybody. <laughs> free drugs. The summer of love. Guys, we need to free drugs. Free drugs. They've been
0: behind bars too long.
1: <laughs> now, I went to the beach the other day. Okay. And, well, today, I guess, is Do you have one of those old timey swimsuits that like Popeye would wear that's like one piece and striped? Yeah. Okay. I also
0: have weird looking forearms.
1: Yeah, you have uh, growths yeah. in your forearms. You you injected synthol in your forearms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only eat spinach. And you smoke out of a corncob pipe, right? Yeah, I do. I do. I
0: am, art, I am what I am. <laughs> All right. So I'm at the beach this morning, right? Soaking up some of the sun. Soaking up the rays, getting that tan. Uh, the water's not actually that cold uh, now. It's warmed up pretty quick. Really? Yeah, shockingly. Up to 70 degrees already. Wow. Uh so it's pretty bathwater baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's Not really. that's why I go and bathe in the
1: lake. <laughs> uh so <laughs> I'm done. the beach just in there swimming and having a good time. Andy's over there like washing laundry against one of those old timey <laughs> Yeah. Boards. A washboard. A washboard. Yeah. And uh and
0: by washboard I mean just my abs. Uh,
1: okay. I'm sorry. Continue. You were at the beach. Having I'm a at good the time. beach,
0: having a good time. Just had a dip in the lake. Uh Come back to the shore, going to soak up some sun. You know, it feels pretty good on that beach when it's, when it's weather like this, you know, it's comfortable. You want to cool soak up some breeze. sun.
1: You want to tell everyone that you've to, to light, lighten up. Lighten up. Is that right? I want to soak up the sun. Cheryl Crow, we know you're listening. <laughs> uh, tweet us the lyrics to this song. Come on, Sheryl. <laughs> um,
0: so I'm laying there on my beach towel. Enjoying the rays. And you know what? It feels so nice. I got a little sleepy. Okay. close my eyes. Very relaxed. All of a sudden, there's a looming
1: shadow over me. Is this a shark?
0: <laughs> a land shark. No, oh, no. no. No, it wasn't <laughs> a shark.
1: Not a shark. That's the first thing I think when I think beach. Well, Big I, don't, old shark. I don't know that there's any sharks in the waters
0: in Lake Michigan, mm. but... Uh I hear like an air brake like a truck yeah <sighs> I open my I turn my head I open my eyes and there it is one of those trucks that they drive on the beach that has the little arms on the side to pick up the trash cans so they can dump the garbage in the top
1: okay I don't think I've ever seen one of those. Mm, they exist. So a garbage truck. It is a garbage truck. Okay. A mini garbage truck. But it's
0: one of those with the arms. Okay. Where they grab the, the cans on the side. Sure. And you know, I guess I was close to the garbage can, so I didn't think anything of it. I went I closed my eyes.
1: Again. You sleep near garbage. I that's pretty normal. Because for I'm you. a pig. Yeah.
0: And uh yeah.
1: You walked into that I'm one. Lay- <laughs>
0: Fair enough. I'm laying there relaxing. Okay. And then all of a sudden the arm from the truck uh, lifts me into the air mm-hmm. and it pauses before it drops me into the garbage holder. No. And I see the driver is none other than bunker.
1: Oh my God. He got you. He said, there's that piece of trash that yeah, I want. Yeah. He plucked me. I'm not looking for any uh, doggy poop bags or recycle. Oh, there was plenty in there.
0: He was obviously committed to the bit, and he just was picking stay, up garbage.
1: Can you stay away from smelly stuff, please. He finished his route after he picked me up. <laughs> well, it's good to know he's a good civil servant. Am I might, right? Yeah, I guess he works for the city. <laughs> he finished his route. It's like, well, oh, I signed up for this. <laughs> the beach was spotless. I mean, say what you will about I the assume. guy, but he finishes. He finishes a job. He commits. Yep, he'll finish. <laughs> Gross. Well, Andy, uh, I wish you would stop hanging out around smelly things and getting captured in a smelly way because you stink up the bunker real fucking bad. <laughs> you know, you can take a shower, but it's not going to get. I mean, you know, he captured you in a porta potty a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he um got you in this garbage one now. Yeah. Sure, there'll be another stinky stanky one.
0: I mean, I guess it is who I am. I am what I am. <laughs> you I'm are a smelly piece of trash
1: <laughs> with big forearms.
0: Huge forearms.
1: And a big lust corn for cup. olive oil.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't get enough olive oil. <laughs> Nectar of the gods. I'm drinking it. I drink it at home.
1: Um, speaking of the gods, Andy, uh, I have been playing a lot of a video game lately. To the point where, um, I wouldn't say it's detrimental, but I get pretty damn into games sometimes. If I really like a game, oh, I know, I won't stop playing it. Which game is this? This game is called Divinity Original Sin 2, mm. which you can already tell. It's a very fun role-playing game, and it's kind of almost like strategy RPG, where you um, create your own character, and you take a, a band of... Fellows that you recruit, and you go on, and you go on adventures, and you fight evil creatures and evil people. So it's like a Dungeons and Dragons type of game, right? Mm-hmm. Fantasy, epic fantasy, but it's all about religious. Um, there, I mean, it's like things. Yeah, it's there's a uh, there's a very there's a high religious. You know, it's like fantasy religion where the gods actively communicate with mortal beings and... What kind of religion? You know, there's like... There's like the seven. There's, there's like seven... There's the god of the lizards, the god of the dwarves, the uh, god of I the see. humans, the god of wizards, the god of... I think there's a god of orcs. What else am I missing? I'm missing somebody. There's another god. Oh, god of imps. Can't forget imps. Um, you know, and a bunch of different guys. Anyway, I'm playing this game a lot. I mean, I sunk already like... Probably like 30 or 40 hours into the thing, and I got it. I mean, just <laughs> <Two> over the... <laughs> two days ago. Two days ago. Anyway, and I've just been playing it so much, but, uh, you know, I just started... Uh, something weird happened where I was playing it this morning, mm-hmm. and um, it started glitching on my screen real crazy, and I was like, uh-oh, what the... I immediately thought, oh, no... My character, my save file, everything is corrupted. It's gonna, um, it's gonna, I'm gonna lose all the progress I made. And all of a sudden, the screen glitches out and there's a little like animated bunker icon. And he's doing that, uh, no, uh, no, uh, thing. Do you remember that from Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Where that Newman does? Yeah.
0: Like, I've been locked out. You know what I was gonna say. You know what I thought of when you said that It was GoldenEye. What happens in GoldenEye? I don't remember exactly now. Oh, okay. Well, thanks but for that, bringing it up. But that, but yeah, <laughs> that Russian, that Russian hacker guy. Oh man, he oh. like he sets up something that's like that. I,
1: think. Uh, I barely remember the story of GoldenEye. I. I only played the multiplayer. Yeah, I was all about the multiplayer. Just like now. Just like now, baby, more players the better. Anyway, this bunker icon comes out, and I was so mad, Andy, I ripped off my headphones and I ran outside, and I screamed to the heavens, I screamed to the gods above, BUNKER! And he just trapped me with a net. Mm. Big butterfly net.
0: Yeah, that's his go-to. He was
1: waiting outside. Yeah. He knows how to push your buttons. It pisses me off. I mean, I don't know if I lost my safe
0: He's working you like a marionette.
1: Yeah, yeah, He, I mean, he's working me hard. Yeah, he knows... He knows the way to get at you. I mean, I lost all my progress.
0: What if I have to start over, Andy? He knows how to get you to basically just come to the bunker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that he does. I mean, you could show a little sympathy. I'm just saying. I could have lost all that progress. Sorry about your character. Thank you, Andy. I hope that it's not lost. Well, I appreciate that. And anyway. Um, listeners, uh, I hope you don't get lost in the fog and the mist of today's, uh, today's topic. Mist. Mist. Um, mist, mist is a fun word to say. And there's lots of it in, well, I mean, it comes up (laughs) in today's topic. I wouldn't say there's lots of it, but...
0: We're going to say the word mist no fewer than 181
1: times. <laughs> Count us, listeners. Um, Nick from Joliet, get your clicker ready. Get your clicker ready and don't change that channel. Um, we're discussing the Flatwoods Monster Day takes place in Misty, West Virginia. And it's a fun one, Andy. You ever heard about this one before? I never heard of it. I never did either. And um, I think there's a lot of fun stuff with it. Yeah it's It's a neat thing I think people are gonna be pleasantly surprised listeners we hope you like it we hope you like it and uh, I guess without further ado uh here is the flatwoods monster
0: in County West Virginia there hangs a mist and on a day like any other an event took place which changed the tiny town of Flatwoods forever it was late around 7:15 p.m. on September 12, 1952 two brothers ed and fred may were playing football with their friend tommy in the playground at their schoolyard when suddenly the boys saw a bright light streak across the sky and crash up the hill on a property of a local farmer. The three boys ran home and grabbed their mother, Kathleen May, telling her they saw a UFO crash land on the farmer's property. She and the three boys, along with two other local boys, their dog and the May's cousin, visiting from another town, National Guardsman Eugene Lemon, all trekked up the hill onto the farmland to investigate what they saw. Their canine companion ran out ahead, out of sight. The group heard the dog barking, and moments later, it returned with its tail between its legs and ran home. When the party crested the hill, they understood why. They say animals have a sense for the supernatural.
1: They saw a large, pulsing red orb of fire and a misty cloud of some putrid stench enveloped the ground, causing their eyes and nostrils to burn. As the Lemon Boy raised his flashlight towards the red orb, they saw it. A creature, something otherworldly, a tall humanoid figure, maybe seven, maybe ten feet tall, with a blood-red face, two glowing portholes for eyes, emitting a haunting, greenish glow. Its head encased in a hooded cowl, shaped like the ace of spades. All of this attached to a long, cylindrical, metallic black and green body. The figure hissed at the group and appeared to glide towards them. Just then, the Lemon Boy dropped his flashlight, and they all ran down the hill like dead men. The group made it back home in one piece. Kathleen May immediately contacted the local sheriff and a news reporter. The reporter conducted interviews with the whole group and then... Feeding his curiosity, traveled with the farmer back to the site of the crash. They found no monster, but, recalled, there was a sickening, burnt, metallic old odor still prevailing. The sheriff and his deputy arrived soon after, but found no trace of the alleged encounter. Early the next morning, the reporter returned to the scene and found two tracks in the mud, as well as traces of a thick, black, tar-like liquid. Listeners, so concludes the story of the Flatwoods Monster. Uh, Art? Yeah. Don't you mean the Green-Eyed Monster? No, Andy, I uh, I mean the Braxton County Monster. I don't know, Art. Perhaps you mean the Phantom of Flatwoods? Oh, brother. This creature has a lot of names, Andy, and it makes sense. This story got passed around like a joint at a college party. (laughs) Or, you know, so I've read. I, yeah, I don't know. I I've never been know. invited to yeah. one. But, you know, shortly after that local reporter that Kathleen May contacted, whose name was A. Lee Stewart, by the way, he published the whole story in the Braxton Democrat, which was the local new, one of the local newspapers. Um, this story was picked up, and it was spread nationally to various newspapers, kind of like a joint at a collage party, which <laughs> I'm very familiar with. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh Anyway, all of this UFO business in uh, Braxton attracted more than just monsters and saucers, though. Hmm? That's right, Art. Famed
0: UFO writer Gary Baker conducted lengthy interviews with the entire May group for his article on the incident in Fate magazine in 1953. And this is where the stories start to get a little weird. Like a joint at a collagen party. Okay. Neil Nunley... One of the younger local boys in the group was the only one who recalled the giant pulsating ball of fire. The rest of the group say they just saw two, quote, animal like, end quote, eyes staring at them in the woods. In fact, in Stewart's article, the lemon boy, Eugene, originally thought they happened upon an opossum or a raccoon until he shined his flashlight toward the creature and saw the humanoid monster.
1: But well, what about this monster's hot little bod? <laughs> what well, about it? Most early accounts from the group are, you know, they're very vague. A lot of the group could barely even give a description of what it had going on below the belt, you know? Mm-hmm. Below that, most of them agree. In fact, I think all of them agree that it had a ace of spades-like head shape and a round red face. But, but the below all of that, a lot of them couldn't agree on, on, on what they saw. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was Kathleen May who solely... Described it as having drape-like folds of a pleated skirt, and she was also the one who described the creature as having long, terrible claws, which is kind of, you know, the the main image you kind of get when you Google this monster. Mm-hmm. Um, the story drew so much hype that in 1967, famed cryptozoology king Kahuna Ivan T. Sanderson he went to Flatwoods to write and investigate about the about the incident himself, and. Even he concluded that the group, like, violently disagreed on their interpretation of the encounter. Um, somewhere in all the fanfare written about the encounter, you know, uh, it, it got, we, we ended up with some kind of monster that, that has a glowing, metallic, shell-casing-like body, with possibly a pleated skirt-type bottom, and, and maybe it has long, terrible claws. All this was attached to a red orb head with bright, glowing eyes and an ace of spades-like cowl. In fact, some renditions of the monster, it got so crazy that people started describing it as a metal chassis encasing a reptilian alien. Reptoid. Reptoid. So, you know, the Flatwoods monster kind of ended up like the conclusion of a bad game of Telephone. uh, Or an unfortunately poop joke lacking Mad Lib. Which, you know, are my personal favorites. Of course. Andy, why don't we look back at... You know, the historical context of the story. Let's. How does something like this get so carried away? I mean, this is 1950s America, right? Yeah, I, I'd love to dive
0: into this art. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, UFOs and aliens were part of the uh, general zeitgeist of 1950s America. The Cold War and the threat of nuclear destruction was a very real fear, <clears throat> as was a huge boom in uh, fancy new consumer products. That's right. Uh-huh. Chrome wasn't just for browsers, Art. What? Thank you. Thank you. Um, Amidst all this, uh, amidst this uh, uh, environment, um, there was sort of this uh, manifest fascination with uh, visitors from another world. Right. Um, You know, people started thinking more about the future. Right. uh, And what it held for us and things beyond our own planet. I mean, it wasn't that long after this that we went to the moon. That's right. Um, So... Uh, this, there's sort of a a general, uh, interest in, uh, in alien invasion, uh, movies like The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh, people were fascinated with it. Comics and science fiction publications depicted strange aliens living amongst us, uh, and, and very common things among the youth of the United States. Uh, I mean, you ever heard of the most famous, deliciously handsome alien of all? Superman. <laughs> I've heard of him. Not just a delicious ice cream flavor, but uh right, those superhero eyes. too. In fact, uh, Braxton County and West Virginia as a whole saw a great number of UFO sightings around this
1: time. That's right, Andy. Famously, the Mothman mm-hmm. is another strange West Virginia creature, but this one was spotted in Point Pleasant, not too far from uh, Flatwoods. Um, this cryptid spawned a craze that I, I would say rivals that of the Flatwoods monster. Yeah. And I, you know, listeners, uh, don't
0: spoil your appetite uh, because, I mean, chances are Bunker's going to have us cover the Mothman in another week
1: where he captures That's us. That's true. Listeners, you want to hear it, send it in. UFO sightings were incredibly common in West Virginia and the neighboring states of Andy, Ohio, Ooh. Virginia, and Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, commonly, these are all located around a lot of different Air Force bases, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very close to Washington, D.C. as well. Yeah. Each of these stories, I mean, there's so many of them, uh listeners, uh, varying fantastical descriptions of aircraft UFO that they see in the sky, teardrop shaped, cylindrical, cigar-shaped, and, you know, the classic saucer-shaped UFOs were spotted. Listeners, there's almost, there's just too many to recount here, but rest assured, They'll be covered in future episodes. Rest assured. All of these UFO sightings coalesced into what was called Project Blue Book. In 1952, the U.S. Air Force created a task force force uh, with two goals in mind. One, to identify if UFOs were a threat to national security. And two, to scientifically analyze UFO-related data. Listeners, we know you're chomping at the bit yep. and
0: foaming at the mouth to get more info on Project Blue Book. But it deserves its own episodes. We don't mean to leave you steaming. We don't
1: mean to. We're nice. We're nice,
0: boys. (laughs) Uh, But nevertheless, listeners, it's safe to say that UFO sightings were a hot commodity in the 50s, and West Virginia was a hotbed for activity. Could this Flatwoods monster have been a visitor from another planet? A survivor of a UFO crash-landed on Earth?
1: Well... Not according to the skeptics, right? The main theory is that the May group saw a large barn owl perched in a tree. Joe Nickel, reporting for a piece in the Skeptical Inquirer in 2000, visited Flatwoods to determine just what went down on that misty mountain hop. And Joe got the let out right away. (laughs) The UFO, uh, the group saw streaking across the sky, right? That was just a meteor. According to interviews and research conducted by Nickel, a bulk of town folk believed it to be a meteor, and astronomers were tracking a meteor's flight path, which happened across West Virginia around the exact same time the Mayboys spotted it. Well, what about that pulsing red light that uh, Neil Nunley describes, right? Mm -hmm. They explained that this was probably aircraft navigation or a hazard beacon, which is also what the Air Force concluded.
0: Okay, Well, what about those tracks and the oily residue? Well, the reporters kind of forgot to report that local boy Max Lockard was driving his Chevy truck up there, hoping to see some spoopy paranormal shit. As you do. As you do. But what about that stanky-ass smell that caused burning and nausea? Well, Ivan T. Sanderson concluded in his 1967 investigation that the grass just kind of reeks around that area. His words. (laughs) He said they smelled that smelly smell all over, but not as pungent. Still, it stink, stank, stunk. (laughs) That's what they said. And that finally brings us to our star, the monster itself. The descriptions of the monster all line up with the descriptions of a large barn owl perched on a tree limb. Barn owls have hooded faces and large reflective eyes. In fact, barn owls are noted for their strange hisses, calls, and guttural noises. Which lines up with the noises described by the group. Also, when Kathleen May described that creature as having small claw-like hands, that also kind of lines up with barn owls. Barn owls?
1: Barn owls, barn owls, barn owls! Wow, Andy. I wonder who this creature is. (laughs) Anyway, Andy. People, some people might wonder why the Flatwoods Monster came to exist. You know, how how does a little story out of West Virginia get blown up across the country? Well, Nickel posits that the group, while walking up the hill, they were expecting to find a UFO. I mean, they were going to investigate a strange UFO that they saw streaking across the sky. He essentially chalks this up to confirmation bias. Furthermore, how familiar with barn owls was this group? Not many people are when you think about it. I mean, remember, this was 1952. Barn owls are nocturnal animals and there was an animal planet, you know, around. So they probably had kind of no idea what a barn owl looked like. I mean, maybe they have a concept of of an owl cartoon versions of owls, but, you know, not this specific type of owl. Um, And even if they did, you know, they only looked at it for a mere two seconds before the lemon boy dropped his flashlight. So you're getting a two second glimpse of a creepy dark owl, I mean, your eyes play tricks on you. On top of all that, this story kind of got swept up by by writers like uh Gray Baker who who were pro paranormal. I mean, it got spread all across the country to the point where we're talking about a crazy reptoid alien inside of a metal spacesuit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> art swept up it most certainly was. Uh
0: regardless of what the Flatwoods monster is, it's safe to say it has had a pretty significant impact for a small town UFO sighting in nineteen fifty two. Did the Mays reap heavy financial success off their wild encounter? Uh, well no, no, uh not really. <laughs> in fact, the Mays were routinely ridiculed about the encounter and prefer, even to this day, to not really talk about it. Uh, eventually, the town of Flatwoods, though, learned to embrace its strange paranormal lore and make financial gain off of it. Hooray, capitalism! Hey, we that's love you.
1: Kind of right, Andy, or should I say, Daddy Big Bucks? <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> oh, no. Listeners, Andy just magically appeared with a monocle and a top hat. <laughs> He's been asking me to buy Park Place, uh, Flatwoods. If has... you can
0: afford it, peasant. <laughs>
1: Flatwoods has its own Flatwoods Monster Museum where they've collected tons of memorabilia and lore about the encounter. Admission is actually free, Andy, although they do sell merchandise and such gift shop <laughs> gift shops, and I'm sure that you know the Flatwoods monster has brought in a, a a good amount of well maybe not a good amount, but I would say a a and nice a, amount an amount an amount of tourism. That uh, would not normally occur to a small town like Flatwoods, West Virginia. Sure. The town of Flatwoods also has monuments in the form of giant chairs uh, scattered throughout the in the shape of the monster. And there's five of them and you can sit on them all. I don't know. If but... you want to sit on a monster's lap, head to Flatwoods. Well, see if there's any signage about sitting on the chairs first before you do it. Lister's. OK, yeah, I haven't been there. I don't know the rules, but that's not all. The Flatwoods monster has also seen some relevance in pop culture. That's right. Uh the
0: Flatwoods Monster appears as the final boss of the NES video game Amagon. Hmm. In The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask, one mission has you tasked with protecting a ranch from alien invaders. These aliens bear a striking resemblance to the Flatwoods Monster and are believed to be inspired by it. And again, in video games, in Fallout 76, a game set in post-apocalyptic West Virginia,
1: you can find the Flatwoods Monster itself. Damn. All that influence isn't too bad for a little story <laughs> out of a small town in Braxton County. Hi, huh, Andy? No,
0: sirree. <laughs> Country roads take me home.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, well, what exactly was the Flatwoods Monster? Was it an invader? A creature from another world marooned on our planet? Was it a barn owl? Barn owl. <laughs> Whatever it was. It's a part of the folklore of West Virginia now reaching out with its claw-like hands to grip our attention, forever gliding and hissing in our hearts and minds. ¶¶ Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message. Hey, listeners, this is Art and Andy. Hey, listeners. Um, Just wanted to let you guys know that we want to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. So if you feel so inclined... Feel free to email us at mrbunkerpod at gmail.com. Send us your your feedback. Send us comments. Send us questions. Send us stories about... Send us conspiracy theories that you want us to um, talk about on the show. Right, Andy? Yeah, right.
0: Um, if you don't like email, hit us up on Twitter at mrbunkerpod. That's right. Tweet at us. Tweet us your live reactions to the podcast as you listen to it. Tweet us your personal feelings about anything, really, uh, or anything that's covered in the podcast. Uh, Tweet at us uh, photos of your last vacation. Tweet at us (laughs) whatever you feel like. We'd love to interact with you.
1: We love interaction. And speaking of which, if you're you've been enjoying the show, uh, we truly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Truly appreciates it. If you feel so inclined, and I know a lot of podcasts say this, but it truly does help us out, leave us a review.
0: Give us a rating. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Even if you hate it.
1: Even if you hate it.
0: I mean, preferably you'll like it, (laughs) but I mean, fair is fair. If you hate it, you hate it. And I'm not going to judge your reaction to that. (laughs) But especially, I mean, if you forget to rate it and you hate it, that's okay. You don't have to
1: rate it if you hate it. But if you love it, rate it we would would be great (laughs) it would be great it truly helps us out and you know what let's not take up any more of your time let's get back in all that hard-hitting action on mr bunker's conspiracy time podcast thanks listeners bye-bye hey listeners welcome back that was our research and the lovely story of the flatwoods monster andy what do you think
0: Man, oh man, that, uh, you you set it up, that uh, monster, sure. When you take those combined descriptions, it sounds pretty creepy.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a creepy little thing. I mean, you know. Ten
0: foot tall monster in a skirt well, with and that, claws. And...
1: That's so funny that you bring that up because in, in the original article written by A. Lee Stewart, I believe, um, even he notes that they changed the height. Mm-hmm. like they like couldn't agree on the height like they were like yeah. it's seven feet no it's 10 no 17 no 10 <laughs> it's yeah. just like you know what are you gonna do andy yeah we gotta take the listeners back we gotta take them to uh we gotta take them back to uh to west virginia andy we gotta we gotta go to almost hey, every i don't know West Virginia country roads, Blue Ridge Mountain Take me home, Shenandoah River. Andy, you're uh, you're at the chorus. I belong West Virginia, Mountain Mama.
0: Take me home, country roads.
1: Thank you. We're also a singing duo. Uh, we do acapella, we do only. <laughs> Wait, what? Acapella only. <laughs> and we only do weddings. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> after I shorn in that weird gimmick about uh singing Country roads, which is a great fucking song that's seeing a big resurgence, uh, I don't know if it ever died out, but I think that like the internet, unlike John Denver, I do you have to do what happened to John Denver? He died. How'd he die? Plane crash. Fuck, man. Get out of planes. <laughs> Musicians don't go in planes. <laughs> it's, it's natural law. Well, I mean, it's creepy. It's a weird phenomena. It. Yeah. Speaking of weird phenomena. Let's talk about this Flatwoods monster, huh? Yeah. The world's scariest Pez dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> look, up a, look up an image of it. It looks like yeah. a Pez dispenser. Yeah,
0: I did look up the... <laughs> I did look up some pictures of it, and uh, yeah, that uh, that critter from the Majora's Mask. It, uh, it? yeah, that's a good
1: good it's, rendering. They they take it a little bit different. I mean, it's much more purple, but yeah, it's pretty much. It looks like the Flatwoods Monster. It's crazy. Yeah. A little story out of out of Flatwoods, West Virginia, makes it all the way to Japan. I mean, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, um, what's your favorite depiction of the monster, Andy? Do you like pleated skirt? Do you like the has dispenser looked. you like the arms Repti- reptilian inside of a, uh,
0: metal chassis. Excuse
1: I, me. I like, do you like a fucking barn owl? I like the one that has like, um,
0: like one of those like metal masks with a giant, like circular eyes. Yeah. And then it's got like a hood and a long robe. And then it's got these like, like two thin arms. Yeah. With the claws at the end. Sure. That's my favorite depiction.
1: Um, yeah, kind of like the original one that Gray Baker came up with. Yeah, uh, where it's it's you can see it's Eugene Lemon and Kathleen May holding up a picture of the monster, and then there's like a little it's an illustration, and there's like a man gesturing to it. That yeah. one. Um, yeah, I think I like that one too. Um, I am kind of partial to the no arms one though, because I think that's so fucking weird looking, like just this giant metal Pez dispenser looking thing, and it's just like ah. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> don't get near me. I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> if if any listeners out there watch the Venture Bros, um, he reminds me, and I wonder if this character was inspired by the Flatwoods monster of the, uh, uh, his name is like the Galactic Inquisitor. And he's that weird character that shows up that goes, ignore me. I don't know. If you watch the Venture Bros, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's because, like, at first, so many of the May kids described this monster as it was much more organic. Um, it was like a monster, and then somewhere along the line, through this telephone game of public, of, of UFO publications, it turned into this UFO metal chassis, like, alien invader type guy. Right. Um, I think that's just kind of fun. I'm going to say it. The Flatwoods monster is fun and cute. It's a fun It's a cute story. little monster. The
0: Flatwoods monster is adorable.
1: I did. I thought that. I thought immediately when I saw it, I thought, that's cute. Yeah. He's a cute little guy. Yeah. He's colorful. He's got a little red head, and he's got his weird helmet thing. Yeah. It's creepy little arms. I empathize with this monster. It wants them to go away. It's saying, "Get shoo. Get away from me. It's hissing at them. I yeah. get that. Yeah, you're... That's... That's me.
0: The Flatwoods Monster is like you at any social setting. Yeah. Just get away from me.
1: Yeah, just... I hiss at people. I have long, claw-like hands and arms. You reek. <laughs> that was the grass, okay? Okay. <laughs> I excrete a stinky mist... <laughs> <laughs> that's another part I love They're just like the grass fucking stinks here I don't know what to tell you <laughs> It's just there's smelly grass everywhere Like that's literally what he said He uh, said God. the grass just smells like that And it's pretty funny <laughs> The grass reeks it's Just It gives off a weird odor I don't know what to tell you You know <laughs> That's funny Um, and, uh, You know I mean Listeners you know you're I think you can kinda understand where what we're gonna conclude about the believability of this story towards mm, the end, but not to you know, let's you. not ruin it for you. We'll we'll keep discussing it. Yeah. I think, you know, I confirmation bias, let's be honest. They thought they were gonna find a UFO. They were looking for a
0: UFO. And they found it.
1: And they found it. Yeah. They're looking for a UFO. They wanted to see a UFO.
0: This is one of those situations where they come into it, they already have decided that it was a UFO. Mm-hmm. They only go up there so that they can see that it's a UFO. They don't go up there to see what it was. They go up there because they think
1: it's a UFO. And I'm not blaming people. I mean, people didn't have answers for anything back then. Well, let me say this. It was a UFO. Yes. But... Unidentified flying on They
0: expected to find an alien spacecraft right. and
1: an alien being. The civilian understanding of UFO, not the, like...
0: Not the technical. The
1: technical. Right. And people, you know, they see a thing streaking across the sky mm-hmm. and they're like yeah, well it's one of two things it's a downed aircraft or it's a ufo yeah you don't got no fucking video you can take of it and, and post it on the internet and be like what the fuck is this yeah what happened here <laughs> you know you can't Man. you don't have answers for anything so you just have to be like let's go look at that thing let's let's
0: gra- let's grab six or seven friends a dog and a flashlight <laughs> and let's head up there
1: and i i want to bring that up kathleen may Is either the coolest fucking mom in the world or the worst, depending on who you're talking to? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. I I mean, it's like, okay, at least they had at least they had a National Guardsman with them, like Cousin Eugene, the Lemon Boy, the Lemon Boy, which uh, I affectionately called It's fun. Yeah. Art uh, in the script also never capitalized Lemon when he said Lemon Boy. So (laughs) it doesn't make it seem like it's an actual
1: title. It's just like the Lemon Boy. A boy made of lemons. Well, you and I both have last names that are things. So does the lemon boy. Sure. So I think it leads people a lot of times to to just call you by your last name. Cause you're an object. <laughs> Don't you think? I've been very objectified my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean
0: sure. it's I mean, it's partly my own fault.
1: Yeah. You bring it on yourself. I mean, my
0: modeling career
1: with did the way not you help. dress. Yeah. I dress provocatively. With your bright, your dark, your dark royal purple maroon or uh, polo and your uh, hot little khaki shorts that you're wearing. Hot shorts. And your um hot khakis. Your ankle socks. Yes.
0: I like so that you can see them poking up above my tennis shoes.
1: You're a dad, dude. But uh, Kathleen May, you know, a bunch of kids come up to her and they're like, Mom, we saw a UFO. We saw a UFO in the sky. Mom, 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 mom there's an alien crash up in the hill. <laughs> She's, She's like, like, let's all let's go. You're like, so you're telling me that we have to hike a quarter of a mile up a mountain in the dark and trespass on someone else's property to go hunt an alien? Let's fucking go, dudes. <laughs> Boys,
0: let's let's not hop in the truck even. Yeah. Let's walk. Let's fucking do
1: it. There, there's a part in the story where they, uh, and you know, this is a a uh, piece of information that's not necessary But there's a fence that they have to climb over That's like really difficult to climb over So they go to a lot of fucking trouble Like <laughs> like think about this Like these kids come up to their mom And they're like We saw something crash in a mountain On someone else's property And her instant reaction is Let's go fucking go dudes Let's yeah. do this Yeah I love how long it took for the
0: sheriff to get involved <laughs> yeah. Like, wouldn't that be the first thing that you'd probably be like, okay, well, we might go over there, but let's let's call the sheriff.
1: That's first. because nothing crashed. It was a meteor that went over the hill and it crested the hill and they lost it in their point of view. And um nobody but Neil Nunley um says that there was a giant pulsing ball of fire. But it's just like that's just part of the story now. Mm-hmm. Um Neil's the only one who believes that. Yeah and you know, they can't even agree on who was leading the group. Some people say it was the Lemon Boy, which I'm just, I'm sorry. He's going to be. That's who he is now. The Lemon I Boy. I didn't create that either. I read that somewhere in the research that they were, someone referred to him as the Lemon Boy. <laughs> like they said, the Lemon Boy dropped his flashlight. And I was just like, I'm calling Classic him the Lemon Boy. Classic Lemon Boy. boy. <laughs> sorry, you're the Lemon Boy now, Eugene. Um, But they can't, some people say it was Neil leading the group and then it's like, Others are like, no, it was Eugene, because he had the flashlight, and there's the dog, and it's just like, I eh, know, they can't agree on anything, yeah, right? But the dog was the leader of the group. Yeah. the dog's like, let's fucking go. Let's find this thing.
0: The dog well, the dog ran up there and went, yes, that was rough.
1: <laughs> um, You know, and I mean, it's... It's pretty much obviously like... It's, what
0: they do, throw the dog over the fence?
1: That's a dog. It probably climbed under the fence or something. Okay. Dogs have a way of... Dogs Dogs can get around it. <laughs> Dogs, they know how to get past a fence, right? Sure. Fair. They're um, offensive to some. <laughs> <laughs> little wordplay for you. Um, <laughs> you love it, listeners. You know, I mean... It, Let's be honest, This we're chalking this up to confirmation bias, right? I mean, they obviously influenced each other with their descriptions. Confirmation yeah. bias, the tendency, you know, it's the tendency to search for information that confirms their preconceptions. So they're looking for evidence to prove their previous thoughts, not to prove what the evidence shows. Yeah. Um. Nothing even happened. No, no. So a, I mean, so like, if you say that it was, <laughs> if it
0: was a UFO, if it was a an extraterrestrial spacecraft that crashed, like it did, there was no wreckage. Like number one, it's gone completely, and there's no evidence for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Up so
0: there. then it's just like, oh, this this extraterrestrial just bailed out, and the spacecraft just kept going.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, there's like two other little stories about people seeing the same type of creature but they all conveniently are told after this one mhm like there's this one about this couple that are driving along and um the car stalls and then they see the creature like streaking towards them yeah um and it's like oh they conveniently came out with this story after the may group right came out with theirs you know right um that's how it
0: that's how it always happens though is like a story like this will will get publicized and then there'll be like a lot of other people who feel like they saw the same thing. You know, just remember listeners, anytime you're observing anything, you are only taking in a small portion of the available stimuli and recording it. So your perceptions of what are happening aren't fully formed So your brain fills in a lot of the gaps and it's very possible that if you have this in your mind and there's a gap somewhere, your brain will just drop in the flatwoods monster as being the thing that, that you're seeing, even though you actually aren't seeing that at all. That's true, Andy. The listeners are dumb
1: and, uh, no, they're just humans. Most of them. Um, shout out to our (laughs) non-human listeners. (laughs) Cats, dogs, other shellfish creatures. Tortoises. Tortoises love this podcast. Um Andy, that's a good point though, because uh you gotta remember, like this group is mostly kids. Kathleen May is an adult, a fucking rad adult who has <laughs> cool adult. cool as fuck snacks in her house because she wants to go alien hunting. Yeah. She's she's fucking dope. And Jeez. uh <laughs> Yeah and eugene lemon the lemon boy is uh he's like 18 right so he's like a young adult but the most of them are 14 or younger yeah so these are little kids they're reading comic books they're reading science science fiction magazines and publications and they're having this shit influence them they're headed to the movies they're seeing it in the big screen yeah so you know they get a look at this thing for like half a second two seconds Right. Look at anything for 2 seconds and then close your eyes and try and like jot down yeah descriptions of it and see how much you get. Yeah. Um how much little shit you miss, you know? Um or how many things you you
0: say existed that didn't actually exist after the fact. What? Think about it. If you saw if you saw an image for 2 seconds. Okay and then you were asked to write down in great detail everything about that image how many things would you write down that were completely
1: fictional things that didn't exist at all in the in the picture i don't i don't know this sounds like one of these psychology studies that i used to have to do in college i bet you would write down at least one thing that wasn't in the picture at all maybe i was really good at highlights magazine though okay the picture fine thing <laughs> oh I'm a champ. I'm a real goofus. <laughs> goofus, goofus and doofus. Goofus, no, it was goofus and uh, Gladys. Gallant. Right? Gallant. Gallant and goofus. You're right. Yeah. Gallant would. Uh... Gallant studies hard and gets an A on his test.
0: <laughs> goofus did coke off a stripper's butt, <laughs> and spent spent the test time in jail.
1: Gallant donated fresh water to a to a uh, to a starving uh to a starving uh village. Goofus spread his Sar's blanket all over the place.
0: <laughs> Gallant uh organized a fundraiser to uh which which uh created over a million dollars uh for a good charitable cause. Gallant come up with a good Ponzi scheme <laughs> and gr- grifted a hundred million dollars <laughs> off of people. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's goofers and gallant. Yep, you know it. <laughs> you love it. You remember those from Highlights. I remember those Highlights magazines.
1: <laughs> uh it is funny though how like slightly different their depictions are. Like mm-hmm. You know, they're like, some were like, it's colorless. And then Neil was like, nah, it's green. And it was a, there was a glowing ball of red fire. And I was like, shut up, Neil. There wasn't a fucking, shut up, Neil. (laughs) Neil, you liar. There wasn't a glowing green, glowing pulsating ball of fire. Neil, your butthole's a glowing (laughs) pulsating orb of fire. (laughs) Shut up, Neil. (laughs) Jesus. They are so violent. (laughs) And then Kathleen comes in like, oh, it had a long hoop skirt and dreadful claws Oh, how they were dreadful. Oh. Oh, the body was green like a fresh mint, its face redder than a tomato. How dreadful. Oh, never. Oh, I would never, ever look at it again. Oh, God. You
0: may remember Kathleen May uh, in her most famous role after the Flatwoods Monster as Edith Bunker.
1: Oh, Archie! Uh, It was a horrible monster. I would love to see that episode of uh, what was that show called? <laughs> all in the Family. All in the Family <laughs> discovers the Flatwoods monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they all go camping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, watch! Oh, it was dreadful. The dreadful claws and a
1: huge herb sco- Come on, Edith. It was an owl. <laughs> it was a barn owl. <laughs> Lemon boy. <laughs> <laughs> Meat Boy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an episode of that show. Mm. But I want to see that one.
0: Um yeah. CBS, if you're can, if you're listening right now.
1: That was like that I was, was like the- your that was your sitcom. I didn't grow up with that sitcom. I watched different strokes. I watched the Cosby show. I why, watched Why would um, I really
0: grow up with that?
1: That was your time, wasn't it? All, no. all in the family? No. When did All the Family so come out? Well, before my time. Was it? Yeah. When did it come out? In the 70s. Okay. And you were alive in the 80s watching it, right? No.
0: Well, I mean, I've seen it before, sure.
1: Okay. Okay. So you were influenced by 80s sitcoms like Dallas. You I'm love really, Dallas. Remember
0: really this? A sitcom. Was that, I've yeah, never Dallas seen... in
1: the 80s or was that 70s as well?
0: That's the 80s. I've never seen an episode of Dallas. Mm,
1: you, why, then why do you have that big 10 gallon hat? That's unrelated to the show, Dallas. Okay. You're always spouting off about oil money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Texas am. tea. Yeah.
1: Black gold. <laughs> but, Texas tea. Uh, uh, uh. Um, I don't know, Andy. What do you think about this story? Do you think that stories like this are dangerous? Should these people be ridiculed and made to feel like fools? On the one hand, I mean, I get it. We're skeptics. We're. Picking apart the story. People like Joe Nickel, they're fine. They're skeptics as well. Picking apart the story, being like, it was a barn owl. But on the one, other hand, it's like, this is a fun little piece of folklore that the town has kind of embraced. And it's like a little part of their town now mm-hmm. that they wouldn't have otherwise. What do you think? Are these stupid? Are these dumb? Are they dangerous? You know, it's, it, it not, seems pretty fucking it's harmless. It's not
0: dangerous. I don't think that the maze or the lemon boy should be. Lemon boy. Um, ridiculed for having this uh, this, this thing happen unacceptable. to them. <laughs> yeah, I, like in in some sense, they are swept up in this tidal wave of. Of press coverage. And they, they didn't ask for that. They bring it on themselves a little
1: bit. I a little think. bit, but they didn't they ask go for it to be spread press. Fucking nationally. Yeah, they
0: go to the press well, and they. I mean, get they go to the
1: there. press and they described it as some kind of monster. It's when these pro paranormal guys come right. along, these dudes who are writing about this shit and they, they love this shit. They come along and they go, So you saw. Mm, mm, I, well, I know mm, what you and saw. I, and it had a metal body, right? And they were like, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it got. It got bigger than what they could control. Yeah. And, you know, they 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 rushed to judgment. They for sure did that. But at the end of the day, what they did was, I'm going to say intrinsically human. Yeah. Uh, they acted like human beings act. They didn't uh, act with a exceptional degree of malfeasance in this. They acted like human beings would act. They acted the way that basically any other person would have
1: yeah i mean not i don't everybody would they have, went to the they went to the sheriff they went to the local reporter not they said, everybody we everybody saw something jumped. we saw something in the woods we don't know what it was we yeah. saw a monster they didn't say alien they didn't say ufo i mean they said like monster they saw some weird yeah. creature yeah they um, had
0: an experience that scared them and they told people about it yeah I don't think that they should be ridiculed. No. I think the Flatwoods monster's cute. Yeah, it's fine. It's a cute little monster. There's nothing There's nothing bad about the Flatwoods
1: monster. Uh, barn Owls, on the other hand, have you ever seen one? You ever um, seen a Barn Owl?
0: I struggled to know for sure if I've seen one in person. Okay,
1: well, you've seen images.
0: I've seen, uh, for sure, I've seen pictures. But I'm also, I feel confident, uh, but not like 100%. That
1: I've seen an actual barn owl before. An image of a barn owl? No, no, like a real life barn owl. Oh, okay. If you've seen an image, that's good enough. (laughs) What I'm saying is that owls in general are very creepy and very alien looking creatures. Especially barn owls. Barn owls are very weird. They look otherworldly. They really do. I don't like owls. I'm going to be honest. I'm anti-owl. Okay. I, I, I might piss off some people by saying this. I really don't like owls. They creep me out. Some people love owls. Some people think that owls are the cutest things ever. And some can be, I but they creep me out. Their big eyes and their big heads and they can turn them around. I, I don't like owls. I don't like them. They're creepy to me. Get them away from me. I don't like <laughs> most birds. I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry to go on a bird rant. I don't like most birds small, cute little birds like parakeets and little like parrots and stuff. Those are fine. Domesticated birds that can talk and say funny things and like you can teach them how to swear. Very intelligent creatures. Very loving. Like the kitties of the sky. They're like cats of the sky. Um, They need a lot of attention. So think about that before getting a pet bird. Don't get a pet crow. Crows are too... Look at... I don't like that. That's fucking creepy. Andy, for the listeners, is showing me a picture of a barn owl with its head turned upside down. It's basically what it's doing, listeners, is it's like
0: craning its neck backward. And so its face is like above
1: its back. But so it's like the eyes are closer to. And you're going to tell me that thing doesn't look creepy. They look alien like they have these big, black, reflective, creepy eyes, soulless, poolless eyes. Yeah. And like these circular little heads and they're they're all like one kind of coherent shape and color in a way they look like greys, like grey aliens. Great predators, though. They're grey predators. I don't deny that they're smart, amazing, majestic hunters. Hawks, falcons, you know, seabirds, like albatrosses, great hunters. I'm just saying that birds kind of creep me out. That's all I'm saying. I just want to make peace with it. I don't like pigeons. I'm trying to come to terms with pigeons. Pigeons are all over the place. They're very smart creatures, but sometimes they get a little too cocky, and they walk around like they're humans. Um, hot take alert. Yeah. Birds
0: are actually the most evolutionarily successful species on this planet. (laughs) Okay. You want to expand on that? Birds (laughs) live even places. Human beings don't regularly live. That's true. Like Antarctica. Penguins. Uh, One hand, why do you need to live there? I I mean, birds have existed for
1: longer than us. Yeah, maybe they'll live. Maybe they'll exist longer than humans. Descendants of the dinosaurs. Okay. Well, you're obviously very pro bird, and (laughs) you you just said that because I I went on a long anti bird rant.
0: I'm just I'm just playing
1: devil's advocate here. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're trying to do, Andy. You get me all riled up. You know that birds riled me up. I was attacked by a pigeon. I've been attacked by a chicken. I've been attacked by birds my whole life. Birds don't like me. I don't like them. They have never shown me affection. You know. I was attacked by a chicken. You know. Our, when it, I was still in diapers, Andy. It's like a mirror. I was visiting my cousins. Right. I, have, I know. I have family in Ar- Arkansas. I've heard this story. The listeners haven't. And a chicken. I was in diapers and a chicken attacked me. I was walking around in diapers. Chicken attacked me. Um. Now I eat them frequently <laughs> often as possible as a way to say fuck Just you to show who's boss when i was a young man working one of my first jobs while still in uh early college late high school early college i was working a job downtown and i was coming out of the subway where i I took the subway to work and, or the train whatever the fuck you want to call it the l subway is the red line the red line is the subway anyway but it also has the ability to be elevated so anyway uh, <laughs> all trains have that ability. It just whatever, depends dude. on where the tracks go. Okay, whatever,
0: dude.
1: You don't have to fucking clarify, okay? Mr. Pro Bird. I was coming out, large swath of pigeons just hanging out, minding their own business, acting like they fucking own the place when this is human being property. And I'm walking past and I'm trying to actually... No, I was trying to go into the subway and they all flew at me, a large herd of pigeons. I don't know what you call a group of pigeons. Um... Is it a flock? Might be a flock. They all flew at me. One of them hit me in the face and its wing went into my mouth. That's an attack. That's an assault. The pigeons declared war on me. And from that day forward, I have an irrational irrational fear of pigeons. And um, owls freak me out. I don't like them. They're very creepy to me. Okay. Okay. So, that's been my experience with birds. I can't claim to share your, um, hatred of birds. I, I... Though I do like to eat them. I recognize that birds are very, they're cool, they have hollow bones, they can fly, they are great predators, birds of prey, very majestic, very cool, um... I just don't want them anywhere near me. Okay. Fair enough. Um that's all I'll say.
0: You know, I had I've done some reconsidering. Maybe birds aren't more evolutionarily successful. Wow.
1: Oh, wow. Listeners, Andy has flip-flopped on an opinion mid-show. Jeez. Shocking. How shocking. We could welcome Andy. You're you can come. Come. The anti-bird coalition. Uh, we uh The ABC. We could
0: kill all the birds. Easily. We could launch... We have flamethrowers. We have nuclear weapons. We
1: could... We don't need to nuke them. We could nuke this whole planet into oblivion. In fact, a simple slingshot would do. We could nuke (laughs) this planet into oblivion, Art. That's true. We controlled
0: it. We allow the birds to live. Our fingers on the button. (laughs) And birds, if you
1: get out of line, watch out. I might have been attacked by a goose. Hmm. As well. My grandfather had a gaggle of baby ducks those are very cute yeah ducks are mean though did they attack you no they were cute they poop everywhere though a lot of a lot of waterfowl i think there's a difference between birds that have webbed feet and birds that don't maybe that's where my distinction lies
0: Birds with webbed feet you're okay with, but yeah, birds with talons. I talents. really
1: don't like geese, though. Geese are mean. You know, this blows they're your territorial. whole They're demarcation They out. poop everywhere so you can't enjoy the park. There's shit everywhere. I don't think that swans are particularly nice either. Swans are very mean. Some might say more than geese. I think they're the same kind of bird, aren't they? They're very similar. Probably. They're like cousins. Yeah. Um, I don't swan... deny that they look pretty. I won't deny that they're majestic, good hunters. Uh, I'm just saying I don't like them. Okay. owls are creepy. All right. Anyway.
0: Listeners, if you disagree with art, get at us. Yeah. Tell us about how great owls are. Um, but I do see that if you had two seconds to look at it. You had two seconds to look at an owl in the dark. And when you shine the flashlight on the owl... Those eyes are gonna look so weird.
1: Oh yeah, they have reflective eyes. Yeah, it's like any animal. Yeah. Um, and this thing is perched up in a tree. Uh, barn owls are known to um keep their nest and their their young. They uh in hollowed out uh oak trees. Right. Uh, they love those, and they'll they'll keep their um you know they'll, they'll keep their babies up there, and they're very territorial. So yeah, they shined a flashlight at an owl and um, yeah, they they saw it out and it hissed at them. The other day I saw
0: um, two squirrels and I think that one of the squirrels was trying to mate with the other squirrel. Mm, Nice. And the one squirrel that was trying to be mated with or that was being subjected to this mating ran across the street and the aggressor squirrel ran into a tree, and then was promptly attacked by two robins, who chased it out of the
1: tree, and then followed it into a yard nearby. And you filmed this and put it up on Liveleak? No, I World put it up Star? on Worldstar. Yeah, yeah. Bumfights dot com.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, I'm a millionaire now. <laughs> Andy is a uh, internet millionaire. Yeah, and a content uploader. Um, yeah birds are territorial, yeah. a bird tries to build a nest every year uh in a part of my house, and it never works and I always The same bird, yep, and I knock it down every year before it forms listeners before you start thinking of me some wait till it's full of eggs no, it barely to send a message this thing is like barely got an a frame up, okay he keeps trying to put this dry like. Dry grass stuff and it, uh actually maybe it you know like how there's uh porch lights like backyard lights mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. he he'll do that between like the the light and where the gutter or the frame of the house is at yeah, and it never works he the the nest falls of his own doing it's like damn dude, go fucking build a nest somewhere else, yeah, probably you know? does he probably does. But every year he keeps trying, and it's just like, "Listen, buddy, get the picture." I don't like you. <laughs> this is, this is I'm like, I let you build a fucking nest on my back door. This is his version of like
0: building uh, a house on a beautiful island that's also an active volcano.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am an island. I am a rock. I'm a rock. I'm an island. Um, well, I don't know, Andy. You know, should we? Uh, should we kind of get to our verdicts? I, I unless there's anything else you kind of want to talk about any other I mean you know I think maybe we can tell some some of our own fun little stories but I'd
0: like to talk about a time that I had an experience sort of like this okay um <clears throat> so this is an experience where you this thought is where you saw something spooky I thought there was going to be something creepy and it, it was most likely nothing at all okay were you looking at yourself in the mirror <laughs> no that's horrifying <laughs> Uh every time i look in the mirror i'm reminded of my own mortality. Uh, which is terrifying. Jeez. You're worse than the birds. <laughs> You're a barn owl. I'm a great i'm better than that band for sure. <laughs> okay. So you you thought you saw something? You heard creepy. that harmony earlier? <laughs> we Eat good. your heart out David Crosby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stills and Nash and Young. Mm, Neil Young. Eat it out for a little while. Eat us out for
0: just a bit. Eat us out, Neil Young. But Graham Nash, get over here. You got some eating out to do.
1: <laughs> Keep searching for a heart of gold, but I'm getting old. <laughs> God, what a sad sack. He was sad like you. <laughs> Great songwriter, though. Great guitar player. Anyway, okay. You saw something.
0: This was probably
1: third grade, maybe? First grade? Okay, second grade? So you're eight or nine years old.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely a preteen,
1: and... No. Yeah, I was before teen. I don't think that's preteen. Preteen is like 11, 12. All right, I was a child. Yeah, you're a kid. I was a child. Nine or 10 is a kid, or... Eight or nine as
0: a kid, for and, sure. And a friend of mine from school was having a birthday party. Okay. And a component of the birthday party was a sleepover. Hot. And the sleepover, uh, because his birthday's in August, the sleepover was to be in a tent in the backyard of his house. Fun. In the tent, there were approximately 10 boys. Okay.
1: And, and we got up to some shenanigans. We were up all night, yeah. basically. Um, Drinking surge. Yeah. Trying to get your hands on daddy's playboy. <laughs> trying to stab each other with stuff. Yeah. You, know, you, you know what know boys you get up to. it is. And... Uh, at one
0: point in the night mm, I don't know exactly what time um keep in mind, this would have been before mobile devices proliferated throughout the world mm-hmm. so I wasn't aware of the time because I was not inside so I did not have access to a clock um no nobody had a watch nobody had a watch We're kids uh at some point, somebody says I see coming down the street. It's like a a pair of of red glowing eyes. Ooh. And we all go. Oh. 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 And everybody's everybody's scared. What do we do? What are, what are we going to do? And the and the person who sees it is like it's coming towards us. Oh. And Everybody's like, oh, should, we, should we get out of the tent? Should we, we, gotta, should we defend ourselves? <laughs> it's like, no, we should just be quiet. Maybe it'll just go by. And so everybody gets real still, quiet. And we just lay there for a while. Okay. Complete silence. Just waiting for something to come to the tent. To rip through the side of the tent and attack us. And eventually the the lookout peeps through that little window in the tent. And he goes, it's gone. So slowly, we muster up the courage. We unzip the door of the tent. We poke our heads outside. And then eventually we all go outside and there's nothing. <laughs> and we're like, did you even see anything? <laughs> I saw it for sure. It was, was terrifying. Nothing? There was nothing. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was probably nothing. He probably saw nothing. You know what he probably saw? He probably saw like brake lights in the distance. Yeah.
1: Wow. How anticlimactic. <laughs> it, truly. But Good that's. Though. Isn't, it, isn't this kind of the same thing? This is 100% the same thing.
0: I mean, at least there was a barn owl in the Flatwoods Monster story. Barn owl. Um, oh, barn owl. Oh, I sat on that bike seat weird.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Barn owl, attorney in <laughs> law. You, you see some someone trespass on your property? A bunch of wily kids and a kooky older lady. Trespassing your property called Barn Owl. Uh if you're looking for good drink specials, you could go for uh two dollar drafts down at Barn Owl. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my story. That's that's one time. Today's word of the day is Barn Owl. Yeah, I'll Barn Owl. I'll Barn Owl do uh Barn Owl do what I want. <laughs> um yeah, I,
0: I understand uh you you uh you let people take the animals just for a little while. I'd like to barn owl. I'd like the barn owl. What a stretch for both of those. <laughs> I'll bring them back in 2 weeks. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm that's a very scary situation, Andy. I mean, it was one of these things where, you know, you've got like the little zippy windows in the tent, you know. Yeah. Uh it's like one of these nylon tent deals mm-hmm. and uh so <laughs> there, were, I think it was one of those with multiple rooms, and like I was, you know, you know how it's like. There's like a divider that you could zip in the tent. Not multiple rooms, but it was like a divider in the middle of the tent. Wow, this is a big tent. That's a big tent, but I mean, there were ten boys, yeah. ten supple young boys in uh, this tent, and I was in the back of the tent, and I was like, "Oh man, I hope they put that divider." Yeah, on. what were you doing? <laughs> I was Fucking scared tune. shitless. Really? Oh, my God. you you a little like, big-ass baby? Yeah.
1: Damn, dude. I was, too.
0: Well, you know, it's that thing of, like, oh, this tent's not going to protect us at all. And <laughs> You're practical about we're it. We're, like, kids, and so we're easily taken advantage of. So, like, no matter what it is. You were 100% the kid who
1: was aware that you're kids when you are
0: yeah, a kid. Yeah, I was like, oh, we need to be inside that house. But it's too late now. <laughs> well, if we make a mad dash, I'm going down. Yeah. I'm I'm in the back, there's no chance I can't get out It'd be like Dietlow Pass Yeah, I was like, I hope they zip that divider And then the thing doesn't think that there's more of a tent
1: It doesn't know how divide divider It's gonna murder work.
0: half of my friends, but at least I'll survive
1: <laughs> Oh my god, that's you I see it Um, When I used to go to Jesus Camp As a youth Jesus Camp yeah. Uh, from the hit musical, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Superstar. Um, there was this fun thing that we used to do. There used to be this thing. It was like, I forget what they called the birds, like stitches or sturches or snitches or snipes. Snipes. I think it was snipes. Wesley Snipes? <laughs> we go looking for Wesley Snipes. Blade? Yeah, here, Blade? Um, Blade? <laughs> Um, But there's the thing That's called like snipe hunting And they'd be like oh yeah They they would try and scare us And be like yeah we're gonna go hunting for them And they, you can see them with their beady little eyes Out in the forest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they make these little noises And it got me I was pretty fucking scared
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I don't think we ever saw one um, I've encountered a bear but I saw that it was a bear, and it was daylight. So I guess that's not the same at all. I just I, wanted to bring it up that I encountered a bear once. You Neato. Know, it was I a mama do. bear, too, and a little bear, baby cub. And we, my whole family was together. We were hiking in Alaska. This fucking bear starts walking by. So we all, I think we all started make listeners, I'm raising my arms up above my head. And the bear was like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. I was like, "Let me just fucking know. Jesus Christ. It's like, and then she was like, she's like, put, son. Son, yeah. let's get out of here. This... She put up her big bear paw, covered her baby's eyes. And like, don't look at them. They're this fucking freaks. Weirdo. Pockmarked, acne-faced little shit. <laughs> Fuck. Wearing his little fucking Nirvana shirt. Doesn't enjoy this nice vacation that his family is bringing him on. <laughs> but it's also kind of their family's fault for bringing him on to Alaska when he's 13 years old. Yeah. Fuck your family for that. <laughs> I was like, the prime age to hate any vacation I was on with my family. Yeah. I was just wearing my big oversized Nirvana shirt. Oh, I hate everything. Actually, I um I don't really remember my voice ever cracking. I think I honestly like woke up one day and my voice was just different. Well, how nice for you. you have a lot of voice cracking? I don't know if I had a lot, but I had it mm-hmm. for sure. I don't really recall any like super embarrassing times where I like I was like, ah, you know. No. But um Oh. No, if I saw a barn owl in the middle of the night for 2 seconds, I'd be fucking scared. I'd be like, "Oh fuck." Uh, but I'm not a product of the 1950s. You you
0: you bring up a good point though, art that I think that most people are not really familiar
1: with nocturnal wildlife. No. And possums are fucking some of the most disgusting vermin on the planet. The ugliest little uh, creepy faces. They hiss. They're disgusting. Beady red eyes. But, um, I think that nowadays we're kind of all a product of zoo books. At least I know I am. (laughs) And the Discovery Channel and Steve Irwin, RIP. Um, I I know what a lot of animals look like. Yeah, I'm still. I'm not saying I wouldn't be afraid of a barn owl. I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would for sure. I would 100% be like, we need to get out of this area. You would be like
0: asking for, you'd be calling the military for a firebomb strike on there. Because there's an
1: owl in the area. Um, Yeah, 100%. And um, uh, yeah, but I, I think, you know, I know what a possum looks like. I know what creatures look like. I'm not saying that I have like some kind of supervision, super... I also have a flashlight with me at all times called a phone and a video camera. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just be warned, everybody. If you see art, he will shine a light in your eyes and videotape it. That's a fucking threat. I'm one of those sovereign citizens and I'm going to videotape you. He'll blind you with a flashlight and record the whole thing. And I'll blind you with my uh, skin.
0: He blinded you with science. (laughs)
1: Blinded by the light Wrapped up like a douche Another runner in the night Blinded by the barn owl's eyes <laughs> Wrapped up like the lemon boy <laughs> No, wait <laughs> Wrapped up like a reptilian Another lemon boy in the night ah, too many syllables Yeah, it didn't work Yeah, <laughs> whatever Oh uh no, I agree though most people probably but I think most people are less imaginative nowadays, don't you think? Because we're exposed to so many different things. Um this was like 1950s, you know? They're like, "Ah, it's the it's the alien invaders that I was just reading about." Um I don't know.
0: I think that um I don't know that I necessarily would say that. Mm-hmm. I think that some of our imaginations have become more codified at this time. Okay.
1: Define codified Mr. Smarty Pants.
0: I, I, I'm just saying that I think that um like like if we take this if we take this similar scenario and put it today where there's a couple of boys outside playing football and a meteor crests a hill and they lose sight of it and they run and tell their mom and that a UFO crash landed and they need to go inspect it. Um like I think that they they might arrive at the same conclusion. They might think that it's a UFO. Maybe. But, like, I think that their description would be more standardized. Like, I think that if they all thought the same thing, that they would come up with the same standard. Like, even if that group then all thought that it was an extraterrestrial, that wasn't super well defined yet. Now we have, like, a lot of standard definition extraterrestrial. Like, it's it's well-publicized what people think, like, a gray alien looks like. Yeah. So I think that, if anything, uh, this was in the earlier days of uh, this kind of media uh, related to, like, yeah. extraterrestrials. I think now uh, the better parts of our imagination are more uh, graphically set and people have more of a common conception
1: of things. I don't know how much I So agree. I don't know
0: that I would say that they don't have as much imagination. I would just say that probably their imagination is like more shaped by uh, mm-hmm. a similar background and they might arrive yeah. closer to the same conclusion than they did.
1: And then also everyone has phones. So there would be video evidence, picture evidence, mm-hmm. and then people could easily be like, it was a Barn Owl. Yeah. There wasn't a story. PT Barn Owl. Greatest show on earth. <laughs> Well, listeners, I I don't know. I think we've reached our, I think we've reached the time uh, here. (laughs) Our time is up. Our time. Time is up. (laughs) On this earth. (laughs) On this earth. Time for us to ascend back into our spacecraft, get into our pleated skirt metallic chassis. Back into our pleated metallic chassis. Our PEZ dispensers, and uh, we have to go home. Claw arm our way back across the stars. Our home planet needs us. Um, Let's give our verdicts. Would you like to start, Andy? Uh, would you like me
0: to go? Um, you go ahead. I okay. because I'll tell you why. You go first. I want to see um on which dimensions you offer judgment. So go ahead.
1: Um I'm gonna offer judgment on the dimension that we live in, the third dimension. And um I mean, case closed, it was Barnell. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a fun story. Wow, it's cute. It's a wow. It's a <laughs> case closed. Barn owl. Yeah. like Wow. It was a barn owl. <laughs> You're, are you not impressed with me or no, what? No, I just you freaking go horde Listen, I mean, you saw my rant about birds. Sometimes I just get stuck on something and I can't get off it. I'm sorry. It was a barn owl. Like. You saw a barn owl. It's a barn owl. It would line everything, every single thing points to barn owl. Yeah, every single thing. Yeah, I These agree. kids were 100 percent influenced by the media and the pop culture around them, and UFO writers took this fucking wild. There's no evidence. there's nothing I mean, literally it was a barn owl. <laughs> they told the story it's cute I'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be part of West Virginia folklore I'm not insulting the town of Flatwoods I think it's fun fucking bring into it have fun with it don't go you know have fun with it it's a fun story it's a cute monster it's a fun looking monster it's an interesting looking monster it was a barn owl but um, it was a barn owl case closed wow okay I mean it's literally a story. Um That's what we have to work off of.
0: You know, Art, in these situations, I think you know you and the listeners by this point, you know me. I'm typically the type of person who's gonna say that this is almost completely not plausible, right? Yeah, but I, I won't know you. say that it's entirely not plausible. You're a because I'll say much like a lawyer in you case
1: stay in the gray in case there's some but you've got uh two in the stink one in the gray <laughs> let me s- <laughs> two in the pink one in the gray uh, yep and
0: let me f- let me say this though your impassioned verdict issuance Was has has uh convinced me and i'm going to say also case closed wow the flatwoods monster was a barn owl? Wow!
1: I don't know for certain. This might be your first case closed. Second case closed. Okay, what was the first? Breatharianism. Right, right, right. You
0: said case closed. So, so I'm I'm on a case closed hot streak, Ooh, baby, for a few weeks here. But I I think that I I mean. Like I said, I would typically leave the door open just in case there's some other weird thing you that would comes let to the flatwood monster but, in. But I would say, from the evidence, like it was probably a barn owl. There's no <laughs> agreement on what else there was other than yeah. things that could be a barn owl. I mean, literally, the depiction is the head shape. And there's nothing else that says that there was anything at all suspicious <laughs> that happened. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it, you said it. it's literally just a story. But I totally 100% agree with you. I think that it is uh, a good and fun thing that the town of Flatwoods embraces this weird thing. Sure, and they have a good time with it. And I think that um, listeners go to Flatwoods, West Virginia. I kind of want to go to Flatwoods now and just stop. Um, I mean, I'd stop by, pass through, and see the chairs. Yeah, if I was the chairs look pretty cool. I mean, look up the pictures of the chairs. It's in the research. If
1: I was going to the Appalachia Trail or hanging out in the Appalachian yeah, Mountains, doing yeah. some camping, I would stop by Flatwoods for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. I think that it's, I think it's a neat thing. I think it's, you know, we asked, asked earlier if it was dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's fun. It's a fun story. It's a cool little monster. Like, this got way different than what they thought of. I don't think that the May family or the Lemon Boy should feel bad at all because they they did something that was absolutely human. And I think that, if anything, we should thank them for uh, actually creating this thing right. or, or getting this into the place where it could be created because it's fun. And like May family, uh, I hope that that local ridicule has ceased and I hope that so too. you can enjoy your place in West Virginia. They only tradition.
1: talk to certain things. Um, they There is a um, documentary listeners you can watch uh, on Amazon Prime called uh it's in the research i don't remember the exact name if you just search flatwoods monster um it'll be the first thing that comes up here that same team also did a piece on the mothman and a few other things um and the 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 may brothers um talk about it on camera in that one um as do a lot of other people and that's where you kind of see how it's just like a fun how the town has kind of embraced it, and it's like a fun little thing. But listeners, let us know what you think. Ed and Fred, guess what? You were kids. Yeah. I I had an
0: experience in a tent, and it didn't spawn anything. You two... (laughs) You two had this... You had an experience (laughs) in a tent, and nothing happened. Period. Period. I had an experience in a tent. And that's where that story ends. Ed and Fred (laughs) saw this thing, and they... Look at this. I mean, I think that... They don't deserve to be ridiculed. They're little kids. They were kids... They were kids, and you know what? This thing is pretty fun, and like, I think that we should say thank you to Ed and Fred May. Thank you. For, and Ka- thank you, Kathleen May, RIP. for being the mom who's willing to take her kids' extraterrestrial hunting. For being a cool mom. To trespass on someone's property, to hunt extraterrestrials, yeah. of which there's absolutely zero evidence that they ever landed there to begin with. God bless you all.
1: Yeah. Wow. What a impassioned Uh, speech, Uh, Andy, the politician, listeners... uh, Let's embrace the May family. Let's embrace the May family. Let's give them all a big hug. But listeners, let us know what you think. I mean, what do you think about the Flatwoods Monster? Do you think it's real? Use the hashtag, Flatwoods is real, if you think it's real, and use the hashtag, Flatwoods is big busty, if you think it's not. Yeah. You know? Because if you think it's flat... Oh, if you think I think it has it, a I big bust. If you think it's a big bust, has a big bust. Does the Flatwoods Monster have a big bust? Tweeted us at Mr. Bunker. In your
0: version of the story, maybe it does. In arts,
1: <laughs> it definitely does. In arts, Flatwoods Monster hentai. <laughs> My fanfic. Yeah. Okay. Those that DeviantArt account is private. I don't know how you got access to it. My Flatwoods Monster has humongous breasts. A large metallic metallic skirt Easily Easily Size D Double D Possibly even F and G Which is medically uh, uh, Very hard to deal with Maybe even an H Humongous breasts Upright in a delicious Pleated skirt And long slender arms This Flatwoods monster Loves that I sit in my mom's basement All day and play video games It doesn't care It's very horny And wants to take care of me It's also very motherly to me. That's my uh, fanfic. (laughs) Yeah, check that out. (laughs) Google that. I have a sexual desire for the Flatwoods Monster. Hi, I'm famed Flatwoods Monster Hunter Barn Owl. (laughs) Flatwoods Monster, I've been in love with you since the day I heard about your harrowing tale where you crash landed on this planet looking for a husband. (laughs) I'd like to offer myself I live in my mom's basement I play video games I don't shower I refuse I hate birds (laughs) but I love um, taller than seven foot extraterrestrials I love I have I have a lot of fantasies about that being dominated by a large alien creature large large alien okay well (laughs) That was Barn Owl, famed UFO hunter Barn Owl. Oh,
0: I'm sure we'll be hearing from Barn Owl again. (laughs) I hope so.
1: Um, Andy, any last thoughts about this? I think we probably should have ended on your fun little speech, but um, any last thoughts? That was a really nice point you made, Andy. That was very sweet, very loving. No, I
0: just I'll reiterate it. Like I think that this, I don't. While I don't think that the Flatwoods Monster is real. Uh, I think that the Flatwoods Monster deserves a little more uh, affection from the greater consciousness. I'd never heard of it. It's a fun story. I've heard of Bigfoot. I'd never heard of the Flatwoods Monster. I know. And the the Flatwoods Monster, Monster,
1: honestly, a little more cool than Bigfoot. A little more cool. Way cooler design. Bigfoot's just a big fucking hairy ape. and there's There's like 18 documentaries about goddamn Bigfoot. Every motherfucker on the planet wants to go find Mm -hmm. that stupid piece of shit. Yeah. Nobody's looking for Flatwoods Monster, who's way more adorable. Yeah. Even though it was just a barn owl. So let's, uh, no,
0: again, a thank you to the May family uh, for this little chunk
1: of Americana. It's tremendous. <laughs> Shout out to Gray Baker and Ivan T. Sanderson. Yeah. Shout out to Nick from Joliet for bringing this to our attention. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Uh, listeners, if you have anything you want to see us cover on the show, send us. You know how to contact us. Send you us a tweet. Our, you got our deets. You got our deets. Uh, tweet us. Email us. Tweet those deets. Tweet a deet. I want to tweet those deets. I want to talk about your dad. Hey, well, I think that wraps it up, right? That's it. Well, uh, listeners, thank That's the tortilla wrapping around the filling on this enchilada. Now, there you go. Hey, for uh, the titular Mr. Bunker and for my everyone co host. Andy Hart, I'm Arthur Stone saying that was the whole enchilada.